Welcome everyone to the Love Island cast. My name's Dave Horrocks and my special guest today is the human metronome himself, Asa Caden. Good evening, Dave. I'm here, the super sub, standing in for Chris Phelps. Yep, well, Chris unfortunately can't be with us tonight, but uh, hopefully we'll fill in nicely, just like Ovi. (laughs) (laughs) Too soon. Too soon, Dave. <laughs> now, Asa, we've got to start with probably the most emotional bit. I mean, I I know we've wanted the drama in this, but getting towards the episode today, I'm thinking, you know what? This is this genuinely feels like I'm about to turn up with my popcorn and watch a car crash. And mm. there was kind of ups and downs, but I mean that really did with Curtis and Amy at the end there, that kind of pulled on the heartstrings well what did you make to that it did and uh, i think w- when we spoke after the show yesterday um i'd, I'd said that i'd struggled a little bit to feel sorry for amy just because i, I haven't particularly enjoyed her time on the show I, I don't i don't think she's a particularly great character but after what happened yesterday i was kind of expecting all that fallout today and i thought it was, i thought it was going to be quite a quite an emotional show where where she sat curtis down and, and told him exactly how she felt as opposed to him trying to explain away his actions and i, I kind of built myself up wait, waiting for that and yeah the popcorn was out but right from the off she put me on the back foot because what was all that note taken about? So I must admit, I did have a little bit of a pop at that on Twitter. I was saying, you know, she's making a list. She's checking it twice. Yeah. Uh, trying to be a bit of a funny bastard, but not really. So she did get a little bit of sticker about that, but I think she was absolutely fine about that. And I'll tell you why, because I've kind of been in that position and done it myself, where I imagine right now her brain is just a muddled mess. And so she's taking in information and she's not sure that she's mm-hmm. absorbing a hundred percent of it. I mean, none of us okay. quite often do. So it's just a case of, right, if you, if you tell me it, I'm going to write it down and then I, I won't forget about it because my head's all over the place and, you know, I'm not thinking in a linear way. So getting the information down from Jordan, I think was fine. Probably she's gone a step further beyond where I would have done, where, you know, is to kind of rehearse it with the the girls and, you know, refine some of that wording and how you're going to put it. But I I, I must admit, I think I'm in the minority, but I, I think given where she is emotionally and how clearly she isn't thinking probably... I thought making a list was a perfectly logical thing to do. So, uh, I mean, I mean, Jordan wasn't exactly um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Subtle. She, she didn't helpful. have a bed bedside manner, did she? She was quite surgical she, about it all. Yeah, I think she could have said a lot less and still made it clear to Amy 
the situation that they'd been in. I, I, th- I think she, it feels to me like she over-egged the pudding to try and drive a wedge between the two of them. Or certainly certainly to, to wind Amy up to that big sit-down. That's what it felt like to me. I've got to agree with you as well. I mean, the whole thing about this was just two conversations. You know, and, mm. and then she was saying the the one thing did he say this off camera? I certainly don't remember it, but you know, him calling her Jordan beautiful. I thought that I is that. just I, I don't remember that. Now mm. it could have happened off camera, but that really did feel like twisting the knife and just yeah. going a bit beyond what was needed. Yeah. And the um yeah, so the note taking I kind of see where you're coming from. I think we've all been in those awkward situations. We've all been burnt once or twice, and you know, we, we want to make sure that we've got our heads are frazzled, and we want to make sure we've got all that information before we go into a into a, a key sit down. I'm but, just on about next week's shopping. I'm not. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> but when you when you tie that up with the conversation that she had with the girls, it was almost surgical planning. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna ask questions. I'm gonna give statements, and then she was asking the girls, "What What do you think about this? And what do you think about that?" That wasn't somebody just trying to get their thoughts in order before they sit down. Mm-hmm. That was somebody who was tactically planning how to dissect somebody. And, and I get that yeah. she's hurt. I get that she's hurt, and that's probably her reaction to being hurt. She wants to hurt him back, but then. You can't. Yeah. You can't then go. You can't then go and sit down with him, and try and hurt that person. Try and cause them pain, and then almost try and. She tried to step back from the relationship and say, "Well, I, you know, I'm going to step away and decide what I want." And then Curtis offered up, "Well, actually, yeah, I've said all these things, and I mean them a hundred percent, but I can't promise I'm not going to do it again." And then she got upset. It, it's almost like it was planned to give her the most, the most em- emotional oh, impact. impact, or yeah, to, to give her the, the, the biggest emotional fallout, so that people would feel for her. And then he's tried to steal that away, and it, and, and the pair of them. I, I don't believe for one second that the pair of them are entirely happy in that relationship. I think they've both been settling, and now they're fighting over the fallout if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I, my grief is <laughs> worse than yours. Yeah. yeah. I, I've said from day one, I don't buy into this, that, you know, she's never had a boyfriend before, you know, and, and as heartbreaking as it was, some of the words that she was using last night that, you know, um, I thought I'd finally found someone, you know, but this has happened again, or it was something like that. And again, I'm I'm just not really buying that bit, but I buy that her feelings for Curtis were genuine. You know why she's not been in that particular position before is because no one else puts up with that amount of shit. Yeah. And Curtis with his shit eating grin just constantly was like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And even when the tweet game sort of called it out, he's like, No, it no, sad. it's fine. We're we're more than happy. So I you know, had he just called her out on a few things, you know, he yeah. might have got her to recognise, you know, hold hold up that mirror and let her see how she's been and this isn't really this isn't really great behavior. So I, I think she's got free reign to be honest, to to do whatever she wants because 
in this particular relationship, I, I, other than just be herself, which we agree, you know, we don't like her, but I'm sure there's some people do. I'm, I'm sure there's people yeah. who do like her. But, you know, it's Curtis who, for me, really comes off like the manipulative one. And it just seems like he's gone in, you know, Chris, and, and the first time you came on the show, you called it, you know, he's playing a game. And I was yeah. like, well, I'll just take him on face value. just seems like a nice guy. And it seems like his game plan's gone to shit. And he's just got absolutely no plan B. He's just like, <laughs> I am fucked. And we were saying yesterday about him shooting his legs off. I mean, she said, didn't she? Yeah. She said that, um, you know, what he said in his recoupling speech, it, he just did everything to make it worse. And so I, I don't know whether it was a conscious thing or a, an unconscious thing. But he's basically put Amy in a position where even if she wanted to reconcile that, she can't really. No. So I, I, I think he I think he has been playing the game from the start. I think what I would say about Curtis is when he was in the relationship with Amy, he was able to plan that game longer term. Whereas because he's been firefighting on the back foot with Amy and, and the fallout from the recoupling, I don't think he's got the wherewithal to be able to react as quickly as he would like. Mm-hmm. I think his game plan's gone to shit because he can't do that. He, he can't make those short-term manoeuvres. I don't think he's got the he's got he's not got the wherewithal, the tactical nous to do it. So I think he I think his game plan was very much based on I'm going to go in there. I'm going to settle down with somebody early. I'm going to make it work, and I'm just going to try and look like the good guy all the way through it. And now he's his game plan's gone to shit. He's really struggling. His next move will be to quickly try and recouple with somebody else. Well, let's come on to that in a minute because the old preview for tomorrow, <laughs> I, I don't think he's going to have to wait that long. I um, don't think he is either. <laughs> which I'm a bit surprised about, to be honest. But but really? again, I, well, well, let, let's come back to that. I guess <laughs> I hear what you're saying. So again, this... I've questioned. I've taken him, out, taken him on face value initially and said, well, just seems like a nice guy. He approaches things in a rational way. So why wouldn't he do that? And, you know, Amy seemed nice enough, you know, and uh, why, why wouldn't he couple up with her? And so I was just taking it all completely on face value. But now with a bit of an outcome bias, I'm kind of thinking like he's watched all this series of Love Island. He's watched all these, you know, the Australian one as well, the American one. So he's figured out he's had a long, long time to prepare his game plan here. Yeah. And he's got it all mapped out. And I can't help but think that it goes back to that tweet that he's just put that doubt in his mind. And then he's just thought, fuck. My game plan is fucked. And so yeah. he's had all the time to prepare, but now he has to prepare on the fly and react. He's mm. fucked. He's got yeah. nothing. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Yep. You, you're doing a fucking good job of replacing Chris here, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> I could have just said, yep. Come on. These yep. Long explanations. My conspiracy wall is filled up here. And uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's fine now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <cool. laughs> But from, well, essentially, from, you've from just the, repeated what I've just said, but you, you went a long in, way around. In, in my own words, <laughs> in my own dyslexic way. But what we were saying, so getting back to 
you know, you're not that surprised that he's going to recouple up quite quickly. I'd have thought he'd be pretty tainted now. You know, he's he's not quite at Michael levels, but it looks like Mora's fancying a bit of the old Curtis, which is a bit of a shocker for for me. See, I I don't think he is that. I don't think he's that tainted. Yes, he had this kind of he had this perfect man um, moniker before all this happened. But I think the the girls have all been really keen on Curtis. Um, I think they all they all enjoy his company. They all enjoy his personality. He's I wouldn't say he was one of the better looking guys in there, but he, you know he's a he's he's a decent enough looking guy. But all the girls have said at some point, yeah, Curtis is the ideal man, pretty much. Unless I'm mistaken, most of them have made those noises. Yeah, now, a lot of them have. I, I like to think myself. It's down to his bit of a dad bod. You know, he's he's got a <laughs> bit of a gut, and he. You look at like Tommy. You look at Michael. Yeah. You look at Anton. They're all ripped. They've got abs. You know, whereas Curtis, he's he's got a bit of a gut. So I I I think this good <laughs> for me. <laughs> <clears throat> well, you know, he's like myself. What he what he likes in looks, he makes up for in personality. <laughs> but um, so it, it, in in taking that into context, the flip side of that, and the reason why I don't think he'll be tainted. Is because equally, I think everybody in the house realizes the issues that Amy has and why Curtis may have looked the other way. I thought it was quite telling. And again, you're condensing these things. People always say, you know, you condense in the what happens in 24 hours down to an hour. It's bollocks, that isn't it? Because quite often you get two episodes spread over two nights. So it's multiple yeah. days, and they take the juiciest bits, you know, and, and yeah, stick yeah. them in. So, but I thought it was quite telling that Curtis was dishing out his advice to George and Ovi, and all <laughs> yeah. the, all the lads were around, and they were talking to Jordan. And yeah. I thought it felt to me like the lads are like, you know what, you're full of all this fucking advice, but actually you're full of shit. <laughs> you, we've seen through it now, so he's like trying it. He's trying to dish out his advice to Ovi and George now. You know, he's he's trying to get yeah. them on side. Oh, well, the only the only other person that's listening to him is Tommy. Well, yeah. Those two, are, those two are thick as thieves anyway. But um, his advice from the start has been pretty flaky. It's all been, uh, like Chris said, it's <laughs> it's all been stuff that's come out of a prawn cracker or textbook. It's all you know, it's all been stuff that's come off for fortune cookie or things that have come out of self help books. You know, he hasn't he hasn't stepped in there with any great wisdom. He's just kind of got that um charisma and charm and anything he anything he says everybody else takes seriously. You, you know what he's like? You know if you're if you're on the quiz machines or whatever. <laughs> and you get a mate there and he's like yeah. oh it's that, it's that c c yeah and you you click on you press on c and it's like oh that's wrong oh no no of course a a and you press on a and that's wrong as well yeah. oh yeah i, I knew it was b I, 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 fuck <laughs> off. you know it's like because they say it so loud so quickly and with confidence yeah. you believe them and i yeah. think it's with curtis he has that he has 
that deliberate way <laughs> of talking that is it's well thought out it's well considered and he's talking from a position of wisdom do you know right? what this isn't the first time i've used this phrase this week but as my music teacher used to say to me there's no such thing as a wrong note in jazz as long as it's played with <laughs> conviction. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. And he is the bullshit jazz machine. Yeah. <laughs> he just keeps he going. Yes. So, yeah, I think, you know, I think Amy should just fuck him off. I've no idea where she goes from this. I know people are a bit worried. I think, quite frankly, she is a grown-up, so, you know, she should yeah. stick it out. I think she should. Absolutely, just fucking, I don't know, go for Jordan, go for whoever she wants, you know, just, just fill your boots, you're there. So I, I hope she doesn't just take the easy option and, and duck out of the villa, but it'll be interesting. Now, I did mention there about Ovi. Now, we've yes. got an interesting little um, triangle there, which I think, was it you or was it Chris who... who predicted that yesterday and i was like nah jordan's gone he's he's taking it like a man he'll take his bittersweet pill and he'll just get on with it i but i've seen a, a change in anna that i wasn't expecting so hmm. again i mean what what do you make to that there was a few there's been a few articles in the press today there was a few comments on twitter and i think there was a number of complaints from ofcom about a potential bullying situation with with Amber and Anna. Um, so I think there's been a you, what you see what you saw tonight was almost a, a change of character from Anna, and I think that is down to the producers and the editing, and just understanding some of the noises that are out there in the media at the minute about those two particular girls and trying to paint them in a slightly better light maybe yeah anna's found herself in in a bit of a love triangle between between ovi and and jordan and i think actually the the way she's gone about her business tonight is quite shrewd quite mature and completely different to everything she's done in the villa so far not that uh, i still think she's she's up there with the double standards but she's lost that attitude a little bit tonight I, I'm gonna take that it's not the producer's input. Okay. I, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna take it on face value and say that once one of her mates has been uh, dissed or whatever, you know, she she goes full on into the warrior woman mode, doesn't she? And you know, she's yeah. all out attack. Whereas when she had to come face to face with Jordan and old Ovi there, she became like a, a schoolgirl who's being mm. told off. You know, she was staring at her feet. She had that. She had that little baby voice. You know, and she just. Oh, I just didn't think you liked me. You know, and it's just like, yeah. what the fuck? It's you know, not quite Norman Bates level of switching, <laughs> hopefully. But um, you know, it was just a complete change yeah. from what we'd seen before. So, as you know, I'm sure the part of the brain that is all logical and rational is not the same part of the brain that drives us emotionally as well. And as people might not like it, but it's true. Sometimes, you know, something happens and it wakes up an emotion that you just didn't know was there before. Yeah. So I can believe that 
actually this kind of stirred something up and uh you know it's made her realize whether she can kind of um see the hypocrisy in all that i don't know but let's get on to amber and uh michael a bit later <laughs> but i don't know i i thought i thought jordan fair play and and I've said many times before, up until yesterday, I haven't really warmed to Jordan, but I found something about his infectious little smile there. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I found that quite endearing, and I thought, you know, good on you, lad. And he had a chat with the lads, and he's saying, you know what, Operation Anna's on, and, and I'm like, go on, sir, go on. Even though I hate her, go on, get in there. <laughs> yeah, there is, yeah. I, I think he's had, he's had some good highlights this week. The recoupling when they came back from the villa, the fact that he did, that he he stood there and took that from from Anna and didn't react to the fact that she was clearly quite sheepish about what she'd done, and I think uh, I, I think it was shame more than anything else the fact that she was looking at her feet and talking mm-hmm. in in that schoolgirl that schoolgirl manner. Mm-hmm. I, I thought it I thought she was extremely disrespectful. You know, if Ovi's gonna if Ovi's gonna sit there and tell people to act like a man and, and grow some balls, you know, he needs to have a word with her first, or he needed to have a word with her first yesterday. That, I mean, that was the first highlight for me this week for, for Jordan. Then actually calling out Anna's behaviour, I would have been proud of him if he'd have stood up and shouted it across the villa and actually made everybody else realise how he was thinking about that or uh, alerted everybody else as to how he thought Anna was behaving. I'd have had you know more respect for him, but it, you know he called he, he called it as he saw it, and then the lads heard it, and that's great. And then tonight, yeah, we've made no secret of the fact that we we don't particularly like Anna, but obviously he does, and he's not going to take it lying down, is he? She's obviously given him a, a glimmer of hope, and he's he's taken that and decided, right, okay, yeah, you know, if if, if you're still interested, then let's let's see where this goes. And you're right, and. The thing is, it kind of got lost in the mix a little bit. But when everyone was giving Danny a hard time about how he was treating Yuande and Anna was going like, bye, bye, bye. And again, that you know, she just reverted to that childish schoolgirl in that scenario. Mm. Jordan, even though he's, it was still early in that relationship, he was calling her out. He was saying, it's bang out of all of that. You know, it's childish. Yeah. You know, so... Michael had got praise. Yeah, Michael had got praise for something similar, hadn't he? Whereas, you know, obviously it's taken a different turn for him. But, yeah, I've got to say, Jordan's growing on me. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think what what I don't want to see happen and what what I can see from tonight's show is that actually the boys and the girls are... are You've almost kind of got four groups now. You've got the original boys the new boys, the original girls and the new girls, and they all seem to be teaming up against each other as opposed to coupling up with one of them. That yeah. dynamic's changed, and, and I'm hoping that that sort of corrects itself over the next few days because it's going to be boring as fuck if it's just the four groups all just going at each other. Well, I mean, I must admit, I, I kind of hate it and love it. Like, like, say, when it was just a few couples, I could wrap my head around it. It was just a bit <laughs> like, you know, Game of Thrones, you know, you're just thinking. But I remember, I, I think it, it might have been Ed or it might have been someone else emailing us in and saying, you know, Casa Ramon needs to happen because Michael and Amber are just coasting. Well, he fucking nailed that one. <laughs> called, called it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely nailed that one. So, well um, done, Ed. I, I don't think... 
it's gonna you know the the current status quo but I, I tell you what i didn't see it coming that Ovi would very quickly find himself in shit corner and you know he's he's making it clear you know he's he's like well in Casa Amor it was like this and it was like well yeah it's, it's a bit difficult this show isn't it so <laughs> I, I still have not seen a personality from Ovi I think he got a lot of credit last night for you know being there for Amber for saying mm-hmm. yeah Michael is it's not our manax. You know, for me, it's like a shadow government, you know, saying, oh, yeah, it's all <laughs> shit. Oh, all yeah. shit that, what the government's done. It's fucking easy when you've not done anything to yeah. just go there and criticize someone else. So I, I don't know if there's going to be a recoupling soon. You know, is she going to go Ovi? Is she going to go Jordan? But all my money and my thoughts and everything, I'm, I'm all behind Team Jordan now. Yeah, and I, I just hope he gets to couple up with with somebody that he likes and and somebody that can see um, see him through to the to the final. He seems to only have eyes for Anna, though, doesn't he? Mm. I mean, I I did wonder, you know, is he just going the easy option? You know, ultimately he had a choice of two. You know, from that initial mm, date, yeah. he had Mora and he had Anna, and he's yep. just he's just made his mind up. I guess I thought that was convenient, but he seems to have made his mind up. So as much as I don't like some of Anna's behavior, I'm I'm rooting for him there. But let's get on to what we all thought tonight was going to be about. So Amma and her dinner date with Joanna. So what did you make of that? Um, So I I had a a look at first look today. So I I kind of, I I knew what to expect uh, almost. And I have to say, yet again, disappointed by Amber's behaviour. And I think what I would say is that I have written a lot of Amber's behaviour off simply by the fact that she's one of the youngest in there. And I was giving it some thought today, and I'm going to stop saying that that behaviour is because Anna is one of the youngest. It's not because she's the youngest. It's because she's one of the most immature in there. And there's a difference between being young and being immature. You're absolutely right. I mean, I think, though, I probably see it a little bit different. So I had a look at the first look. And to be honest, that made it out that Amber was was the antagonist. Mm-hmm. And Joanna was doing all of the uh, – she was trying to do all of the bridge building. But actually, yeah. that wasn't what I saw tonight. I saw that at specific moments – that Amber was lashing out, but yeah. you know, having a bit of empathy for her position, it is a bit <laughs> shit. She's she's walked into the villa. She's not had any interest in any of the blokes. She's walked in there thinking because Michael hasn't actually said to her all these things that he was saying to Joanna about yeah. what was wrong, and obviously it was a very heated. Uh, recoupling last night you know she has I don't forgive some of the some of the things you know uh, the whole dead thing thing and um, just she did blatantly ignore her and and it's a bit like when Maura and Elmer first came into the villa she was denying doing anything in that case but I kind of think even in that dinner date that she's got with Joanna there it's still all very raw so I agree. It's a maturity thing. And again, I've heard it said a few times now, Joe was saying it on this podcast that, you know, in five years time, she'll have grown up a bit. She'll have matured a bit. 
and that will make a difference for whoever she's in a relationship with then. But honestly, apart from those bits and every bit where I thought Amber was a bit out of line, I saw her on the first look, but then she'd like lash out (laughs) and then she'd like sort of recoil a bit. And it's like, well, okay. And you could see that when she got back to the girls, she was saying, well, she, she seems really nice, you know, and, and she hasn't got a beef with Joanna. She's angry at her. And it, that's nothing to do with Joanna the person, is it? You know, she's yeah. just, she just happens to be there and it's like, she's hurt. And so I've had a problem with some of the things that Amber's done, but, but not tonight. I, I think I, I'm I think, all right with Amber there. No, I think, um, I think Joanna got off on the wrong foot, didn't she? Because we all know what Amber's like and we knew it was going to be a frosty start to that, that date. But, the one thing you don't want to say to somebody who's frosty is, well, if you're not going to say anything, I'll be the bigger person. <laughs> so I've used, so, this, you know, I've yeah. used this on the podcast before, but I'm going to use it again. It's like dangling your crown jewels in the lion's mouth while flicking his love spuds with a wet towel. You yeah. know, there's only one outcome there. And, and, so she, old Joanna maybe made a bit of a misstep there. But what I'll say is I was pretty impressed. I thought Joanna might be a little bit of a shrinking violet because yeah. we haven't seen a lot, but she's, she's a bit feisty as well, isn't she? She can bite she back. Oh, yeah, she was, yeah. She wasn't taking any, she wasn't taking any prisoners. And, and yeah, uh, if, if she wanted a reaction, she, like you say, it, she kind of, she got the reaction and then... Amber would step back, and it was just that there, there was two. There's, there's always two extremes of a response from Amber, isn't there? There's always that that catty comment, or or the the bitchy response, or the not not bitchy or catty. The the, the stronger response where she just reacts, and then there's the the more laid back, softer response where mm-hmm. the one the one where she gets upset and starts explaining how she actually feels, and I can never tell whether. I can never tell whether she's doing that to get a specific reaction or whether it's involuntary, that immature, involuntary reaction. Mm-hmm. I genuinely do think it is a maturity thing. And I think it's just, you know, I look back to when I was 20, that, you know, just, you do just say stupid shit and you behave oh, sure. in, <laughs> in, in I, ways I that you cringe at now. shit when I was 20. Exactly. So I, I think it's, for me, that whole interaction between them two, and then it cuts to Michael talking to Anton. Mm. I think tonight just made Michael look even worse because, again, because of what had gone on and built up to it, you knew what was going to happen, and you could understand Michael's reasoning. You could understand his rationale. Look, I've got with this girl and actually she makes me feel good about myself. It's all the things that I like about Amber, but it's without all the negative stuff, which we'd seen yeah. as well, some of it. But he's not fucking actually said that. All he did last <laughs> night and all he's continued, well, so all he did last night was attack Amber and say, basically, it's your fault. So all the things that, you know, this has happened and it's all your fault. And that wasn't fair. You know, when he's talking to Anton today, it's all about me. It's all about Amber might say this to her and put me in a bad light. And, you know, it's just not anything about, well, hopefully, you know, we can 
diffuse all of this. We can move mm. on. And, you know, it is telling. He's never actually just said, you know, sorry, look, this is shit. It is what it is. <laughs> he hasn't even uh, said that. Yeah. It, Michael strikes me now as somebody who's very concerned about the perception of himself on the outside because he knows he's done something wrong. So I watched, um, you know, the body language expert, Judy James, she was analyzing that initial recoupling. And one of the things she said was, you know, she was looking at Michael and how he was. And when Amber walked in, he was displaying signs of just fear. And so uh, he is. Just, he, he was, <laughs> I think I'd be scared. Yeah, I mean, we all would, wouldn't we? You know, but um, again, it kind of ties up with what I was saying yesterday. That just he was tooled up and ready to go into battle. He he thought what he was going to get, and he's misread Amber a few times now. He thought he was going to get a full-on verbal assault, yeah. and so he was fearful of that. And he's just lashed out and just been a complete dick. So I was today, I was kind of willing to think, okay, if he steps back and he says, you know what, I fucked up there. I just, I should have really behaved in a completely different way. So I thought he could recover it. Whereas what I've seen tonight, where it's all about me and it's all about my own, you know, uh, relationship and my own public perception kind of thing i i kind of think now nah, you you're gone now you've lost it well well i, I think that's still to come because he did say tonight that he was going to pull amber on one side for a chat but he was going to wait for the right moment so maybe he has learned a lesson and he's just going to wait until things have calmed down a bit then the best thing that can happen for for michael and joanna now is just trying to spend a bit of time out of the limelight away from the cameras getting to know each other just show people that you're a that you're a good couple and and see where you go from there. He's he's obviously going to have to deal with the fallout at some point with Amber. I think there's there's been worse fallings out on previous series. I think it will soon blow over. As as exciting as it's been whilst it's been happening, I think everybody's a little bit bored of it now and just just let it blow over. We've got bigger fish to fry, I think. <laughs> well, Final thing. So let's just talk about Lucy, Tommy, and Molly May then. So what did you make to that whole chat? Do you know what? I I am slowly coming around to the fact that Tommy might actually just win this thing because he keeps getting dragged into these awkward conversations with Lucy. And the way he's handling it, the way he's speaking to Lucy, and he's being completely honest with her, and he said, you know, yeah, you're going to struggle. I thought he was a bit big-headed, like, you know, yeah, you're going to struggle to get over me, but, you know, you'll be fine. Um, <laughs> and he's just said, look, you know, I just want to carry on being friends. I'm with Molly May. I'm 100% into Molly May. He's had that chat with Lucy, and he's gone straight over to Molly May and said, right, this is what Lucy said. This is what I've told her. You've got nothing to worry about. I think had it been earlier in the series, I think I mentioned it a couple of times when I'd been on, I was really worried that Tommy was saying all the right things, but not really understanding what he was saying. Mm -hmm. I think he's now settled into the villa. He's settled into his relationship with Molly May, and he's saying all the right things, but I actually think he means them now. Yeah. But the worry is, does Molly May feel the same way about Tommy? I'm not sure. I, I'm not convinced. And I know I've seen so many people talk about you know how they got all upset and emotional, but that when 
you know, Molly May broke down at that recoupling and she started crying. I still call bullshit. I still say there were no tears. And again, old Judy James, she validated it for me. <laughs> she, you know, she'd, she was saying I was very suspicious. I was like, I knew it. It's not just me. <laughs> so, you know, I think Tommy is in. Uh, he's all in. Now, does that mean yeah. he's got no feelings for Lucy? Absolutely not. You can see that. And and I guess the one thing I didn't like mm. about the way Tommy phrased it to um uh to Molly May was it sounded like Lucy had pulled him for a chat. He pulled Lucy for a chat. Yeah. And I, that's one little nitpick. I, I think I didn't really like that. So he, he kind of gave Molly May a, a, a cause to be upset. And I think I still think Molly May's emotion is more driven from a possessiveness rather than, you know, actually being head over heels. But you can see it in Tommy's face. He's kind of like, he does seem to be all in. He's got this boyish yeah. smile. And, you know, I, I think you say you're slowly coming round. I, I don't see any other winners. I mean, I know we've got a, a little while to go yet, but they are surely in front right now. They've got, they've got to be favourites. If you if you were to look at the odds, they have to be favourites because there's, no, there's nobody else in there, especially now that Curtis and Amy are, um, are no more. Yeah, or I mean, or the or the, the producers certainly want you to think that they're no more. I I, I think they are. I mean, uh, maybe if maybe if Mora, I, I did predict probably a couple of weeks ago now, Mora and Anton, you know, they're both quite um, amusing just individually, aren't they? You know, yeah. if they coupled up, you know, you might have a strong couple there, but uh, uh, yeah, or Mora just just kind of can't seem to. Uh, stick or twist herself. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she can certainly stick her tongue down men's throats. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, anything else that you picked up on tonight? I'm sure there was other bits in there. You know, Ovi talking about how he's a oh, he's such a proud man, such a proud man. But I'm, I'm not going to go into that because. After everything I said last night, he, he may well just turn up outside my house. <laughs> Fucking slap you around the head with his cricket bat. So, <laughs> yes. <yep. laughs> he may even throw a googly. <laughs> so, oh dear. So, um, right. So, Asa, where can everyone get you on the interwebs? So, as usual, everyone can get me on Twitter at Social Tornado. Um, and you can also find me on Facebook and Instagram um, as the drummer for AKA Noel Gallagher, currently touring all around the UK and Scotland. Hang on, Scotland's part of the UK. Currently touring <laughs> it all is around, at the moment, yeah. Yeah, the Northwest and Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> awesome and if you'd like to get in contact with the show you can get us on twitter at love island cast or you can email the show at the love island cast at gmail.com and if you do like the show then just head over to your podcast catcher of choice and drop us a five-star review and this just helps us to get out to other listeners and helps us to grow the show so asa thank you very much sir you've been an admirable stand in there I thank you very much for having me on. 
we've actually been able to get through the show without a giggling fit so that's a, a minor achievement there so again hopefully we'll have a lot more to a lot more drama to see tomorrow and uh, I'll speak to you again soon oh I think it's going to be a belt tomorrow <laughs>